Welcome everyone to Faces and Feels. It is the 9th of September. 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 I don't know why we did that. It is an episode. Episode, episode. One day we're going to arrange these numbers and you know what? We're about to go live pretty soon and then I will have reordered them and we'll decide what it is. But in the meantime, like I could do without the Echo Effects. As you can hear, Travis is here with me. Say hello, Travis. Hello. (laughs) This is the third time we've tried to record this intro. Yeah, exactly. We're losing our minds here. There's been all sorts going on, but we're going to try again. So we have this week caught up on All Out. Uh, at least Travis has, and I have watched mm. most of it. Um, we have also watched Summer Struggle in Jingu. At least I have, and Travis has seen the first match. One and one quarter matches. That's all right. I look forward to illuminating you on the glory of New Japan, mm. and I don't appreciate your bias against it. So we're going to do our best, especially with the coming G1, uh, delving into it. We're going deep, mm. match by match, day by day. But we'll have a look at that down the track. So uh, let's just start with All Out then, my man. What did you think? Oh, it was very disappointing, to be honest. Yeah. I think. Okay. Uh, bits and pieces were cool. Yeah. But there was some overall, it was, feels uh, in there. There were some moments. It was uh, more like botch out. <laughs> <laughs> Got him. <laughs> gotcha. Stupid sons of bitches. No. Putting your lives yeah, on the line. I know. It was, it was unfortunate. Uh, for for some of those botches, and I felt pretty bad for the guys that took them. Yeah. Uh, I thought people. I, I've mostly been on social media blackout like this week, so I haven't really watched a lot of things. But Amy did tell me that Seidel, who was very yeah. excited to debut in All Out and hit his signature shooting star press, landed botches. on his own head. Yep. Was like, you know what? Like he's a pretty spiritual dude, and he was like. You know what? That was a sign. That's what I get for debuting in a brand new exciting company and doing the same old shit I've been doing for like oh. decades. He's like, I need to change it up. That's it. I'm done. There He's you go. like, I'm fixing it. So, wow. Yeah. Interesting. They managed to spin See, it in a way where I always am like, but it doesn't work. Did he do it on purpose? Well, they've turned, uh, I don't, re- so I don't remember, but I, in my readings, I've been reading that they've turned botches into payoffs before. Apparently, there was some Dark Order and Christopher Daniels botch. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't. You would maybe have seen it. It was mm-hmm. on a dynamite, like back in December or something like that, yeah. and they turned it into an actual storyline kind of thing. Potentially, like um, there's there's always stuff like that, and you really that's kind of the magic of wrestling, right? Is mm-hmm. that anything can be storyline and it's on the roll with, yeah, roll with the punches, right? Yeah. So um, you can definitely take stuff like that and make it part of it. And that's the magic of it, making the audience believe that maybe you meant to do it or it yeah. didn't and graying those lines, which oh, are quite The amount hard. of people that were, uh, we'll move back to um, Old Mate in a second, but mm-hmm. the amount of people debating whether the Matt Hardy thing was a botch on or if it was a work. And I was like, his face was pretty grey. It was pretty grey and he looked very unsettling. And yeah. I, I feel like the rest of the stuff looked pretty concerned. Aubrey, very concerned, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But... X's they did let him they, twice. Yeah, they did let him come back and finish it. So, like, if someone's had a real concussion, are you letting him climb a scaffold? Well, sir, because if so, drama. Well, uh, I don't, you obviously have not been watching the social media, but I have not. We'll uh, we'll get to that when we get to that match. But okay. um, do you want to just start? We'll do a quick run through the start. We'll go I can from tell the start. You which ones I've seen and which ones I skipped. Tooth and nail match. Big Swole versus Britt Baker. Skipped it. 
I thought it was pretty entertaining for what it is. Uh, I saw like the start and I got the idea and I went, this is pretty cool. Don't have time right now. Mm. And so I'll go back and I thought it was pretty it. funny how Swole just kept breaking Britt Baker's uh, deployments. <laughs> just That's pretty funny. I didn't, I didn't know that. The I, first one though is the lightest hit I've ever seen. <laughs> and, it's, ching, and then the whole thing shatters. <laughs> <laughs> she, um, Amy showed me. Uh, Amy showed me the part where she's like, "Did you see what happened at all, all out?" And I'm like, "Oh, you talk about the Matt Hardy botch." I heard. She's like, "Way worse." Oh, Rip Baker got a needle in her leg, and yeah. I'm like, "So?" And she's like, "I, I can't handle it. I'm nah, gonna be sick." I, I thought that was actually a pretty interesting way to end the match. I thought it was pretty cool. She's Nova she goes, pretty funny. Yeah, Rip Baker goes to hit Swole. Swole just grabs her arm and. <laughs> puts like it into herself turns it around does she pin her then because she's like passed out I, or has it oh I think maybe I, can't, I actually can't remember I, I don't know if she pins her on like the operating table mm. or if it's just like KO yeah actually reading this cage match which is going to tell us oh, by can, a referee's decision there, there you go. go we can use this resource to see more professional like we know what we're talking about it's not really our style. You got to cut out that reference. To cage match. <laughs> <laughs> no, all, right. all credit to Cage Match. That is fine. Good job, guys. Cage Match. You're all right. Yeah, I don't care what everyone else says about like you. That, not like good. that Sandman. Fuck. Yeah, exactly. Don't get me started. Then we find out he runs Cage Match. <laughs> oh no! What's next? Okay, Young Bucks versus Jurassic Express. And I'll be honest, I watched it. Didn't terribly care. Neither did I. Um, Young Bucks. Their storyline, where they're going, I think is interesting because it looks like they're going to be offering their own little heel turn. Because they're they're becoming that, like a bit more aggro, right? Like yeah. they're, they're not. Well, too on Dynamite, happy. they're coming out and ignoring their own entrance explosion of money, and mm-hmm. they're they're real angry at Hangman. Poor, poor Hangman. And I did notice, and we'll get to it later, but like Kenny was like talking to him, and he's like. Clean slate and clean up this place. And yeah, there's yeah. lots of drops, and they were sort of with him. They didn't leave with him, but. You're kind of like wondering if they're going to go back to the original elite. It doesn't seem like it. Mm. Seems like the elite it is done. Everyone mm. goes their separate ways. Yeah, that's probably so, for the best. Yeah, but anyways, I thought the match was okay. Um, uh, uh, super kicks Marco stunt in the face. Oh well, yeah, they I, did do that. I enjoyed He's very that. Small. He's just there to get beat up by people. Apparently. Hmm. Um, you got to sell a heel turn, beat the shit out of Marco Stunt, apparently. Yeah, exactly. He, they're, they're like, just kick this baby in the face. <laughs> I am kind of getting a bit over Jurassic Express. Jungle Boy is amazing. Luchasaurus, I'm getting a little bit over. Mm. Um, he's very cool and very talented, but I'm just like, it's the same thing every I match. think sort of like the gimmick is starting to run to its end and they may need to split them up and do other things with them, you know? Yeah. Because they don't really win anything. They don't really do anything super cool at the moment. They're not really in any cool storylines. Like when Luchasaurus came back from being injured, you probably didn't see this because you skipped a bunch of Dynamite stuff. So Luchasaurus gets injured. He had like some kind of leg injury and he was out, right? And so it's Marco Sun and Jungle Jungle Boy are fighting Dark Order. And they're, they're always getting the better of them. There's more numbers and stuff. And then Luchasaurus comes back and he comes out and he's up the top and he's like, rah! And then all these like... Dark Order minions run towards him and he just starts killing them, man. Like, he's just, like, foot up, stomping them to the ground, kicking dudes in the head, and he just, like, destroys the whole Dark Order on his own. See, and that it was badass. Cool. Yeah. That'd be cool. Use him like a Tyrannosaurus so Rex. Yeah. Like, yeah. It was when they had, like, all the ones in Rashies and stuff, like, all the the known... At the yeah, moment, the all creepers. the Dark Order guys are all guys. Yeah, the but, Creepers or whatever they yeah. were calling them more. Which I See, prefer the Creeper concept of just, like, an army of faceless goons to just be decimated. See, I thought, yeah, I, I can see how that'd be cool, but whenever he runs into a match, mm-hmm. it's only 
oh, what's the biggest tag match they've had? Five people, like five yeah. per side, ten mm-hmm. per. Did they do a twelve? I don't know. Who cares? Anyway, so he's so he kicks one, he kicks another, he kicks another, he kicks another, and then the first guy's looking on the mat, waiting for him to kind of be ready to get kicked in the face again. And yeah, it's like if you have ten faceless goons, then awesome. Like bang, 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 yeah, bang. They bang. were like running up the ramp in a swarm and he's just like wasting them yeah. coming down. That was killer. So I think it's just using but, him in the yeah. right way. And it's, yeah, use him as a T-Rex. Just have him like destroy everybody. Mm. So yeah, I think he could, they could give definitely be your, cool, but they just haven't been, they've just been getting beat up all the time. So. Give up on your history degree, Luchasaurus. Yeah, we get it. Just <laughs> use those T-Rex legs. Yeah, exactly. We all went to university. Some of us for theatre and not anything as impressive as a master's. Speak for yourself. I'm an uneducated swine. Oh, really? Anyway, next match. I wouldn't have known it. 21 man. Casino Battle Royal. Yes. We both read that sentence at the same time. Um, I enjoyed this. It was a bit... um, It was a bit of a fucking mess. It was a bit of a cluster. It was pretty enjoyable. I... We sort of had it on while I had to finish some stuff. This this pay-per-view for me mm. was not how I like to watch a pay-per-view. I like to sit down and watch it, but my schedule just led me to like watching it any time I had minutes free. Oh, but if there was I any I did like it, and the ending sequences watch, were pretty great. Like, yeah. yeah, well, that's what I hear. But um, I was very happy with it. Uh, I was happy with Seidel debuting. I think he could be really cool. Did you see him? Act- did you see his actual debut? Yeah. So he comes in knee kick yeah. or knee strike. Immediately botches the. I know, stuff. and it was. And from what I've read, yeah. that move was banned in WWE. Mm-hmm. He had to perform it ten times in a row flawlessly for Vince to get it approved back for use in the WWE. Really? Because Brock Lesnar almost killed himself. Yeah, yeah, trying exactly. To press angle. Yeah. So, a dude who's literally like probably the best guy in the world to do a shooting star it, press. Yeah. Just like the second, yeah. like the ma- the first big spot. It's like that's a that's a real bummer for him. Yeah, exactly. Like I'm finally here. I'm a dude yeah. who has been sort of cast aside by everything. I'm banned from Japan from smoking weed there. This oh, is really? my this is my big chance because he was like doing real good in New Japan, and then he got caught with weed, and they were like banned from the country. So like, All right, yeah. yeah. And so sense. it's like you've got your big shot with AEW. And then that happens. Real unfortunate. But like I said, he was like, you know what? This is a sign. I've got to change it up. And he's been doing – he was doing cool stuff in Impact. Like you see him hit his forehead and hit people in the forehead. He always talks about like people opening their third eye and being more enlightened and stuff. So there's cool stuff they can do with him. And he was this like Doors, you know, Michael Hutchins kind of hippie – Hippie rock star. Yeah, yeah. rock star type vibe. And it was really cool. He wore, wore this cool mirrored tiger mask and stuff. Yeah, I think he can be really cool, mm. and maybe yeah, it's time his, to retire his that. His strikes something else. looked pretty brutal. He's a great wrestler. He doesn't yeah. have to rely on his high flying. On the high flying. He's got right. great physique and stuff. He could be really good. Um, I was right at the end. Did you see I uh, Darby Allen and his body bag? I did, and that was savage. I've seen Darby Allen get put in body bags before, and that was uh, not a good time. I feel like many of those tacks ended up time. out of the body bag yeah. and not actually in it with him. But Apparently he said that he wants to retire early, and I was like, we'll see if you even make it there. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I love it. He is, he's brutal. I was really happy with the, like, the last few and the sequences going through the end. I did like... Um, I love them highlighting the butcher at the end because I love Andy Williams. Hmm. I loved Eddie Kingston and Lance Archer, and I really thought Eddie was going to win. See, I thought Eddie was going to win because I didn't think he went over the top rope. No, he did because he sort of climbed. 
See, I th- okay. I'd have to go back and rewatch it because mm. I actually thought he went out under the side rope, and I thought they were setting up the upset win for him, right. where he gets eliminated. I but he he didn't go over the top rope. I thought he walked out like kind of between the second and third. Mm. Has the whole big thing. Archer eliminates him with the help of the snake. Um, the snake in the bag that yeah. you never saw. Oh, I didn't, didn't notice. I'd have to go back I, and watch it. I need to go it. back and watch it. But I thought it. with having the butcher and the blade there, I'm like, this is the time their like, crew sort yeah. of make a thing and Lance would be no weaker for it. But I'm totally fine with like Lance winning it. Mm. He's absolutely wicked. And an absolute gentleman and a former Perth gridiron player. I think I told you that oh, story. Interesting. How we, we like uh, met him at the Tokyo Dome at the... Um, it's called TGI Fridays there. Mm. We're talking with this like you guys are from Perth. I played like professional football there for years. And we're like, yeah, shit. what? The Perth Broncos. And he's like, yeah, I was over there visiting my uncle and I'm obviously like a giant American. And they're like, do you know how to play football? He's like, only my entire life. Just instantly <laughs> the quarterback. <laughs> and he played that like for a couple of years or something like he was saying. So, so what was his run in New Japan like? Because I've heard he was... Like, I've heard New Japan book monster guys incredibly well. Yeah. And he was sitting there throwing around young lions and so, shit like So that. check it out. So for a long time, he was just, like, relegated to tag stuff. So yep. he came into Suzuki-gun. Yep. Then, and he was with them as part of, like, a kind of bigger guy. This is a bit before my time. Then Suzuki-gun got lent to pro wrestling Noah. So they literally went to another promotion. Mm. And they were there for like years. Like this this promotion was renting them off New Japan or whatever. Yeah. Then they came back in a wicked re-debut that I'll tell you about another time. We'll go oh, into nice. Okada's history and stuff and Suzuki's history because that's a great rivalry. But um, And then he was with uh, British Bulldog Junior and they were called Killer Elite Squad. Mm. And he used to come in and spit in water and a big... Big monster, right? But when Davy Boy Smith Jr. left, they put him in the G1, was it last year or the year before? I think it was last year, and he had the fir- a first-round match against Will Ospreay that, again, I'll link you to to watch, yeah, nice. and it was killer, and it made him. Like, yeah. in New Japan, Like, and this guy came back from a broken back, man. Like, he was cooked. Yeah. Came back, absolute dominant performance, and then, like, he shaved in the mohawk and stuff and, like, rebuilt himself. And then went on a tear there, was absolutely dominant. And then when John Moxley couldn't defend the United States title due to, like, all the typhoons and stuff, they had, like, a mini tournament or whatever, and he won the title. So he walked into Wrestle Kingdom with it. Mm. Um, he is, is that when he fought Moxley? Because yes. I've heard that he's so, had a match with Moxley yeah, before. Yeah, so he did. So he went in, he versed Moxley. Spoilers. Moxley beats him, and then Moxley goes on and versus Juice in their rematch and then beats Juice. So Moxley's still the United States champion. Mm. But I think... It seems like they were going to vacate it. I think they've vacated it now. I don't know for sure. Actually, I don't think they have. I think he's still technically got it. But Moxley and Archer's match at the Wrestle Kingdom we were at was like one of the best. It was Mm. killer. And yes, he throws around men. Like, they're nothing. He'd come out and he'd just, like, punch out young lions and stuff. They're just, like, tending the ring and stuff. He'd waste them. And in that match against John Moxley, he literally gets a man and choke slams him at John Moxley from the the ring, outside the ring, and, like, wastes him. Yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was a good time. So I have no problem with another Moxley-Archer yeah. match, title match, and it's everything I've ever wanted. And I almost hope he wins it. I don't think he will, but that would be killer. Yeah. Well, yeah. Who's who's left to uh, 
stand in Moxley's well, way if he doesn't. Well, that's like, it. I was actually kind of surprised. Uh, we'll, we'll cross it anyway, when we come yeah, to it. We'll, we'll go we'll on get to, to that match. Broken rules, broken faces. Oh, to be all right. So to be honest, the immediate botch in this match just felt like I don't know. It felt like <laughs> just par for the course for this feud. Chair gets thrown in Matt's face. See, that's what I'm wondering. Like, how much of this is like botches, or is that the story of the thing? It seems like it's Matt Hardy is like. So I was listening to the Chris Van Vliet podcast with Matt Hardy. Did you listen to that one? No. Matt was Matt said he he mainly moved to AEW because he still felt like he had years left in him as a performer and WWE. Were very clearly thinking of pushing him into a producer role and he didn't want to go. Okay. So he wants to still be a performer. Mm-hmm. Immediately, or not immediately, but like just nonstop botches for the last month. And Chair then, thrown in his face by Sammy, who it's seeming He like doesn't need any more heat. It's seem, yeah, it's seeming like Sammy now is uh, maybe a bit greener than, anticipated, than previously thought. Mm. Uh, grabs the wrong chair kind of back then in his excitement doesn't kind of play it off and kind of grab the proper lighter gimmicked chair to throw that one, just throws the heavy one at Matt Hardy's face, busts him open. So there was actually supposed to be a lighter chair. He was supposed to grab a different chair, grabbed the wrong one, threw that. Matt just got his hands up, crack. Having said that, it it almost looked like, um, I don't know if you remember that, but it almost looked like he cut himself open when uh, he got hit into the like the turnbuckle pole. Right. that sounded like a fucking impact. Yeah. I th- anyway. I thought that he no, got he, the back he, of his head cut open when he went through that table, you know, when he was like bleeding out the back of his head. On the, so he knows his mat. This is the first time. No, he oh, okay. massive scar on the front of his head. Then they had their tables match. Mm-hmm. Sammy ends up with a massive like gash on the side of his head from, <laughs> I can't remember exactly when it happened, but yeah. massive gash in the side of his head. Then immediately I was like sitting there and I was watching when they were going up in that lift and I was like, man, like someone's coming off this and they're going to have to come through with very little momentum to hit that table. Right. Yeah. I was like, why wouldn't they have set up two tables in like a square? Yeah. I was like, someone's like kind of going over this. And then immediately I was like, man, he's lifting this lift pretty high. Yeah. And I was like, all right, well, I felt there like the it is. I felt were too close. Well, that's like, what I mean. Yeah. Like, if he lift, I think he just lifted it too high, and then you can't fall. Like, that's what I mean. There the would have had to be no momentum whatsoever. So it's literally just, just go straight down. The mankind yeah. push where yeah, there's yeah. no forward yeah, thing yeah. off the cell. It's mm-hmm. just down. Mm-hmm. And I was like, man, there's way too much. And then crack on the head. And then I was like, yeah, that doesn't look good. And then immediately all the commentators, scary. that doesn't look good. Aubrey yeah. throws up the X. Oh, okay. And I was like, and I was sitting there and I was like, is this like just a work because this feud has just been botch after botch? Yeah. No, just just another one. Fuck. And then uh Sammy obviously count him out. Like uh and I and I honestly don't know why they had to end the match. Because it made no sense to me that they kicked Sammy out because this is the winner leaves town thing. Mm-hmm. I was like I, I I went into that match thinking, all right, surely Matt loses and he comes back as a different personality. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And Easy. Then, yeah. Nope, they finished the match so that Sammy loses. And I was like, what the fuck was the point of that? Maybe they just wanted to fire him but for yeah, all um, the sexual harassment oh. and stuff. <laughs> They're like, and you're out. What a what a weird way to uh, send him out, though. If that's, yeah. I was surprised that it like 
But then they yeah. let them climb the scaffold. If well, he was see, loose, apparently in the so the cameras move off as they're mm-hmm. walking Sammy back out. They kind of the camera moves away from Matt. Apparently at that point he passed their concussion protocols. So they let him rest. They let the match be restarted. Oh, really? They like yeah. checked him off camera or something. Yeah, apparently they okay. did something because you can mm-hmm. see uh, Aubrey pushes Sammy off when they kind of lock up. Sammy's trying to hold him up. Yeah. Matt can't stand. Yeah. They fall over. Sammy's kind of pretending to fight still, and Aubrey just goes, "No, nah, we're not pretending anymore." Pushes him off. Yeah, I, I thought, over I thought Matt, Matt looked woozy and oh, awkward and rough done and, on his feet. And like, you can yeah. see Sammy was trying to like hold him up, and because Matt, like he tells Aubrey, count him out. Matt then gets up, and Sammy's, <laughs> yeah, I'm assuming Sammy's just sitting there going. What the fuck are you doing? Yeah, yeah, you're hurt. I need to get out of here. And I yeah. like he's talking and throwing his shirt and like he's trying to like distract. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's trying to like just kind of play it off in character. Yeah. To finish the match and just count him out. Be done. Like ref stoppage. No one technically lost. Yeah. yeah. Whatever. Come back to it later. Nope. Matt gets up. Then apparently, so the doctor's holding Matt. They kind of escort Sammy off. Apparently, he passed the concussion protocols. Uh-huh. And then immediately they climbed that scaffold. And I was like, man, even if the concussion protocols have been passed, why are you letting him climb this scaffold? I was sitting there watching it and being like, man, why? I don't think, yeah, that's, that's questionable. And uh, his wife has been blasting AEW and Matt on Twitter for like, the last week. Blasting him, <laughs> yeah. putting himself on blast. Yeah, no, yeah, she's been calling him an idiot and then saying, because he apparently went to the hospital afterwards for additional testing, MRIs, CAT scans, etc. Tony Khan tweets, he's all fine, he's on the, he's, so he's being driven home now, everything came back negative, he's, he's, he's okay. She replied, she tweeted out like a few hours earlier, maybe, I don't know, maybe there's a massive lack of communication here, he's definitely got a concussion, a thousand percent, he's getting additional testing now, still at the hospital. I don't know. Apparently, he's going to talk about it on Dynamite. Well, okay. And we will see. Yeah, Rebby's got a a uh, reputation for popping off. So. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But, uh, yeah, but it was such a weird end to the match. Like, I, I wasn't massively excited about this match anyway. No, no. Because I mean, it, just, it was very obviously just Matt trying to give the rub to a young guy. But mm. I was just like, man, it's just been one misstep after another mm-hmm. in this case. Um, and then I was like, why? yeah, why would you kind of... Like you can pivot so easily. Yeah, Matt has multiple go, personas. Fine. Just have another one. Matt it's Hardy fine. V one or whichever one that he was. Yeah, at he the can time. come back as Matt Hardy He's V two now. Yeah. Exactly. Big money There's Matt. So many loopholes. That personality but, yeah. never comes back. Either anyway. way, I just hope he's okay. Yeah. Anyway. Okay. Anyway, Let's that's a, that's more than enough that that, that match even deserves. I think. <laughs> so, it wasn't okay. Match. All right. Okay. Sheeta Another one that I skipped, but I do like Shooter and I do like Thunder Rosa. I just yeah. did not have time. I was kind of trying to focus on the ones that I was like most pumped about. This um, felt did like you watch one it? of the best actual matches. Of yeah, the time. no doubt. I will go back and watch it. Same I, as I, I, I'll go back and watch yeah. the other ones. I just need to get them finished so we. Yeah. Shida, I am a fan of Thunder Rosa. I'd know nothing of because uh, I don't know anything about the NWA. Um, very very cool match. Yeah, yeah. I hope they do more. Yeah, cool. It was just, solid. Just a good, solid wrestling match. No yeah. bullshit. Just good. Well, no, yeah. There's been like, uh, I think uh, Sheeta's got her open challenge out. Oh, Thunder she? Rosa did a promo two weeks ago and said, uh, I want to be two belt. Or I want to have, I'll, I'll take your belt too. Yeah. Uh, did Sheeta about, get the NWA title or no? No. I think like it a, was just for it wasn't the. Belt uh, for belt. It wasn't belt for belt. No, it was yeah. for the AEW title. Yeah, right. Okay. All right. Um, then we had uh, our eight man tag, tag match. Which. Yeah. <laughs> 
Meh. It's a lot of people at the ring. Yeah. It's like a lot of people. It was cool. Um, it was all right. Like uh, watching, uh, like there was more, I enjoyed more just watching the Dark Order storyline play out more. Yeah. Um, Brody I'm, finally getting pissed off at Cabana. Yeah, which um, I kind of didn't like because I kind of like the idea of an evil cult. Like I like the idea of him changing tack a bit and maybe actually going all in on the Dark Order, but now it doesn't look like that will happen. Who, uh, cult or? Cult, yeah. yeah. It looks like uh, Brody will show his like true colours to him. Though Colt would have to be the dumbest motherfucker well, of all time to have not seen all the things they've been doing. That's like been watching it. I, don't, I have no. Do previous, you not watch the show? I don't, yeah, I don't watch. I don't know Colt Cabana from anything. Yeah, previously. Mm-hmm. Uh, all I know Colt Cabana from is I know he was on a podcast with CM Punk. Yeah, and that caught a lot of heat from mm-hmm. WWE. Mm-hmm. Then he shows up in, I think I actually saw him in BTE skits before I saw him on Dynamite. Yeah. And uh, the whole running joke is he just runs away in like a Scooby-Doo cartoon from Kenny Omega because Kenny Omega wants to kill him. I don't know how it started. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. And then uh, I just see him kind of being led away like a little innocent fawn from whenever Brody would set the Dark Order on people. Yeah, and, and he I was just like, doesn't check like, the internet, watch the episodes. Yeah. Like do my it. opinion is this guy seems like a fucking moron. <laughs> <laughs> but, exactly. But yeah, I don't, I don't know what they're doing with him, but mm. I, I don't know. I like him as a podcaster and a personality and he like basically invented one-hour tease, which was like the kind of antithesis for pro wrestling tees and, and all that stuff. So okay. he a lot of wrestlers owe him a lot because he invented a model that, you know, went on and did something pretty awesome. But, yeah, I don't terribly care about what he's doing right now. And mm. I, I was kind of getting more interested in the idea of him becoming, like, truly all in on the Dark Order, but doesn't look like that well. Yeah, the full-on heel turn, yeah. Yeah. But, um, oh, well. I also thought Dustin Rhodes' promo afterwards was, like, super cheesy. Yeah, was it? Um did you watch it or no? No, I, so oh, he walks actually, out maybe I did. Maybe I did. Is they, he going to be win. challenging? Yeah, for, he, yeah, he's challenging Brody for the title now yeah. for the US. Which uh, I like sorry, that. The TNT I like that. But like, yeah, it was, it was cool. I like the idea of it a lot. And that, But he's sitting there and Marvez goes, oh, or maybe it's Siobhan, um, Tony. He, yeah. he goes, oh, I've just heard from uh, Tony Khan, you're scheduled in for a title fight with uh, Brody next Dynamite. And he goes, oh, my God. Oh, man. Oh my god, man! <laughs> and I'm just like, Jesus Christ! I was like, you've gone from gold dude, who was dude, <laughs> but he's. I was like, this is the least convincing shit I've ever seen in my life. I was like, you were gold dust, and now you're going like you like you, reigned you with kind the Intercontinental you slap your forehead and go like, yes. oh man, oh wow! And I was like, Jesus Christ! He kind of picks up some steam and then just goes yeah. like he kind of it, it's it's such a weird change yeah. of tack that he's like God, oh man just touching his like forehead I was like man this is fucking weird and then yeah. he goes you better get on the fucking hype train <laughs> oh, yeah, okay, and, yeah. and I was like alright cool like, like that picked up but that was real weird to start with yeah I, I like Dustin I, I think that'll go good he I obviously will not win cool and wrestler. it may be like the antithesis for antithesis antithesis for Cody's return so well, Cody's heel turn because uh, I don't know if you've seen his insta but he's Popping up Nightmare Family logos all red and bloody. Oh, shit. No, I haven't because I've been on social media blackout. So that is interesting, mate. Looks to me. like, but looks yeah. like he's coming back and coming I could, back with a vengeance. Oh, shit. I could definitely do with less natural nightmares, though. Mm. I feel like Dustin and QT and Ali and Brandy and that entire team 
Cody could do with less of them. I all like I like them all as individual performers, but it's just a lot. Yeah, like Dustin, I'm just like, man, he's 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 just he's I I think he's very cool because I used to watch Gold Dust like yeah forever, like so far back. Like I, I remember him from when I was watching twenty years ago, and now I'm just like. Why? Why do you need to be with these people? Yeah. Like you're such a cool performer in your own right. Like, yeah, I think last me- uh, episode I mentioned how we saw him at Starcast and stuff, and he's such a, like an interesting guy, mm. and he's like a big, intimidating a guy. Big like he could definitely yeah. be doing stuff with without all that extra BS around. Uh, and I thought uh, Cardona and Sky look good. They could both be doing better stuff than this. So. Mm. Yeah. Don't want to be next. Weirds yeah. me out how red Cardona is. It's very tan, isn't he? But he looks just sunburnt. He doesn't look tan. He no, just looks tan. He looks like me after I was in the <laughs> in the Denmark sun, nah, thinking that thinking right. that it was nice and cloudy and there's and no there ozone go. layer, Lobster and I was it. almost purple. Well, he's maybe taken it way too far. I did like his promo though, where he's like, "I don't even work here." <laughs> that was pretty funny. I was yeah. like, "You still don't have a contract?" <laughs> oh man, that's unfortunate. All right, uh, then this match I really did like. Yeah, this was the the match I was mainly looking forward yeah, to. Yeah, me too, to and which is why I was kind of skipping through a lot of stuff. I was like trying to get to the last three matches, if I'm honest, mm. and maybe didn't. I wanted to see the battle royal and then these last three. Yep. Um. So and, and, I, there, and there it goes, mm-hmm. and there it goes. It went exactly like I thought it would, but I thought it was good in the doing. Yes. Um. And I act- I still saw flashes of. Kenny and Hangman's chemistry. Like and being friends and stuff. Yeah. And then, yeah. And like them really trying very hard. But then it was finished and like Kenny's briefly considering, you know, doing something evil, but yeah. resists. It was just such a weird thing. Like, oh, you go out and get a table. I was just like. I was like, I've never even seen one of those tables before. Yeah. And can you actually get that tablecloth off it or is it staying on it? What's happening? That's the real twist of the entire match. What did you think of the actual finish? Because at the time. I thought it was kind of like sudden, and I was like, "What just happened?" No, but then I, when I, I watched think, I think it back in the replay, a bit. Yeah, yeah. I think it. I I, I like the finish. Uh, the V trigger mm-hmm. to Hangman. Mm-hmm. Um, I liked. Uh, I can't. I don't know if it was Cash or Dax. Which one's the bald one who made the pin? Dax. Dax. Um, Dax didn't make the pin though. So what? Oh, what happened was, and, who, who? and it was sick. So. Cash, because like, he think, was looking Kenny in the face and taunting him because nah, Kenny's trying to get to he he tackles him. So what they do is Dax gets him into the pile driver. I think they maybe I can't tell if they got mixed around who should be pinning or not, but like Dax gets him in the pile driver. Cash jumps off the thing and they spike him. They do that mm. spike pile driver. Then they swap because yeah. Cash is actually the legal man. So Cash gets the pin and then Dax gets up and then charges Kenny. And tackles him so he can't oh, break yeah. up the pin. I think whoever, oh, maybe maybe it was one of the kickouts. Then maybe it was the first pile driver or the first finishing move where you think Hangman's gone down and nah, he kicks out. Yeah, yeah. Um, but then he gets V trigger and pile driver again. I think. Yeah, uh, but yeah. He's like looking at Kenny in the face and taunting him, kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, was like, Man, I do like these I, guys play the heels pretty well. They do, and I like how they do that stuff. Like, which man is pinning, and then the other man is swapping, and they're always like stopping the other guys and mm. stuff. They, they work well as a unit, and I really liked it. And I, it needed to... I didn't think originally that Paige and Omega should even be the tag team champions. And I thought they had a decent run, but I like that it's now with like a real tag team because both those so guys are way more valuable yeah. as individual guys. Yeah, exactly. It, but it was amazing how much chemistry they seemed to have as tag guys, though. Oh, like, yeah, they were good. Because I, I obviously started at the beginning. I haven't even seen them win the title. Mm-hmm. Um but I come in and I think start watching just matches of them 
together. And I'm like, man, these guys work really well together. Yeah. And they were doing like heaps of tag team maneuvers. And I was like, they're doing more at the start, like more tag team stuff than FTR are, who mm. are supposedly the tag team experts, you know? So and yeah, they just wear them down with experience. They did, so they did, and they by working as a better unit and being like more in sync. So I thought it was good, and, and being, I think they'll and be being the good, heels. <laughs> yeah, exactly, and they're going to be a good tag yeah. team champs, and I, I imagine they'll have them for quite a while. Mm. Who do you think challenges next for the tag titles? Young Bucks, probably Young Bucks. They might they might put some others. Who's in Who's the, the next rated? I think the next highest rated because the in the, in terms of the actual rankings might actually be Best Friends. Actually, I think you're right. Which that doesn't seem like it's going to end well for best friends. No, it's not going to work. Put it this way: the next real challenger will be the young <laughs> bucks. Be the young bucks. The next real challenger should maybe be um, Santis, uh, Santana and Ortiz. But that would be cool when they I would finish. Like when they Your finish being soon. jobbers. Yeah, exactly. They do. They could do some stuff with that. I'd like to see uh, cool, like Brian Cage and uh, Ricky, Ricky Starks, Starks. Ch- challenge for him. There's some great combination. When you put FTR mm. in there and you line up other teams against them, it's kind of exciting to see, you know, where they're yeah. going to go with it. I just think the Santana and Ortiz, the chicken shit heels versus the slightly less chicken shit heels could be funny to watch. I, I think it would be cool. I think I think it would be cool. But, uh, yeah. For sure. It's definitely a decent tag division. No, they, um, yeah, they've got heaps of stuff. Yeah. All and right. then uh, finally... Um, Mimosa. Uh, well, no, I was going to say finally uh, Hangman and Omega. Over. Done. Yeah. Kenny exactly. rages out, runs away, mm-hmm. gets in his car. Clean slate. Clean slate. You've uh, you, have you been watching BTE? No, no. Because there's uh, they would they came uh, keep ending episodes on these weird little vignettes, and uh, there's one where Kenny gets into his car and he's just looking in the mirror, and then um, was that your laptop? <laughs> it was my phone beeping through my laptop. Wow. Uh, I think WhatsApp did it. I don't know how to make it not do that. <laughs> Unfortunate. <laughs> yeah, anyway, sorry about that podcast. So, uh, yeah, he's looking up in, the, in his mirror and then mm-hmm. it kind of cuts to someone else and it's like kind of cutting between Kenny and the Young Bucks and Paige and blah, mm-hmm. blah, 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 blah. And then it cuts to him with his sunglasses on, with the aviators. I think you sent me a screenshot of it, like yeah. of, him, of him looking like the cleaner and, and all then, that, which is uh, cool. And then in the most recent BTE, heartbreaking. Uh, heartbreaking. Hangman comes up to Brandon... After some bit mm. uh, crying, being like, "I oh, fucked up, man. I, I need to. I need you to talk to Nick and Matt for me." Brandon keeps trying to talk to Nick and Matt, and Nick and Matt are like, "Fuck off." <laughs> and then uh, I don't think Kenny shows up in this one, but uh, at the end, it kind of shows like the picture of all the elite. This is why I don't think Kenny and Bucks are going to be together anymore because mm-hmm. there's a picture of all six of them sitting. So Young Bucks was it five? Young Bucks. Page, Kenny, Cody, and like the kind of picture is shattered, and like Cody's obviously gone now. Yeah, to I don't know, film a TV show maybe, or maybe coming back. Who knows? Yeah. Kenny is going to start cleaning. Page is going to be the biggest baby face in wrestling. Yeah, yeah. And the Young Bucks are doing their own thing. So I don't think that Kenny and the Young Bucks are even going to link up because yeah, yeah. Well, he he, he, he drives was, off. Yeah, he was like, "Come on, we're going right now," and they're like, "No, we can't." And he was like, "Well, fuck I'll this shit, later. I'm out." Yeah. <laughs> 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 All right, yeah. but yeah, no, that's, definitely that's be, so uh, quite, the, quite the match. Uh, Hangman versus Omega. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. And I was surprised he didn't attack him, but either way, it's going to be very good for Hangman to not be a part of that anymore and to mm. do something on his own. 
Mm. And I yeah, mean, as he starts really to get his shit together. You don't really see either of them wrestle much anymore. Nah, because they've been tag team guys. So yeah. set them free. That's what I say. And Mimosa then Mayhem. The greatest invention ever, the Mimosa Mayhem match. I actually thought this was pretty funny. I thought it was great. I enjoyed it a lot. Amy even watched it mm. with me because she loves Chris Jericho. Uh, and it was killer and I thought it was an ending. There's not really much to critique in it because it was just what it was. But yeah. I, th- I thought it was killer and I thought they had a fun rivalry. And I love that like Jericho can just lose something like this. Because he's so petty, like, it's it's just funnier and better. Because yeah. if they want to keep it going, he can just be like, I know I said it was the last match, but I'm Chris Jericho and it's not going to be. Or he can just be like, they'll be like, so, when you lost that match, it's like, what match? Like, he just won't talk about it again or whatever. <laughs> that like, match he's you just, created. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, exactly. He'll just, like, never talk about it again. He's so funny uh, and rolls with the punches so well. And I thought it was good. It was like, it wasn't too long. And the mimosa pits looked awesome. They'll fall it apart a little bit, but yeah. what can you do? You know, whipping them up, pool noodles coming off and stuff. It was, uh, yeah. Very and when he went into it, it looked wicked. Like, yeah. he splashed into it so bad. Like, was, yeah. yeah, exactly. And, like, yeah, it was great. <laughs> really It'd be interesting good. to see who he wants to work with next. Yeah. Because I think at the moment, it's, he's obviously just kind of picking his way through some of the cool guys mm-hmm. and uh, going, I want to. Yeah, I want to shine a little up. bit on yeah. him. Exactly. And I think, like, Orange does a orange wicked does Superman punch. Yes. I think he'll. I I have no problem with him going back to being Orange Cassidy, like not as worked up about shit anymore. They'll be like, "So how amazing the big Chris Jericho?" Will be like, mm. you know what? <laughs> but maybe in like a cool program or something going on there. So that that'll be interesting to see see where that goes. But I, he's hilarious and he'll be just fine. Yeah. But what a what a uh, rivalry for his career! He'd be fucking stoked. Literally stoked. and oh, As stoked as he ever gets. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then the, the last match, I was surprised this went the way it did in the title match. I, I thought for sure I was like, you know, uh, MJF is destined to have it. And I think he is, but yeah. I, I thought it was too soon. Um, but uh, it was interesting how it ended, though. Because obviously leaves the door. I loved open. it. Yeah. I, lo- I, I love it. like that part of Moxley, Moxley where, going, where it's like, oh okay. <laughs> like he drops a thing and then he he looks up at him and has that great moment where Mox is like, "You little motherfucker, you're gone." Yeah. <laughs> and then just it. and then like looks at him. He's like, Muh? and just shrugs. He's like, "I don't, I don't care." Yeah, yeah. That was, that guy. <laughs> that was pretty funny. But uh, holy shit, the amount of blood coming out of MJF's I know face. at the end. Um. So full transparency. Tried to watch this at night. The last thing I watched. Did fall asleep briefly. <laughs> didn't. Never found out how he originally bled. Then this morning, I like turned it back on from when he started bleeding the first time, and then watched the full ending. And so, what I was thinking prior to my sleeping, I was thinking, I wonder if this will be a match that like convinces me that MJF is good, and he's good. Like mm. he's a great talker and stuff. But I haven't seen that defining match that makes me like this dude can go. And I've seen him do some like cool stuff. But I haven't had that match where I'm like, I can't wait to see this MJF match. Yeah. Then by the end, I quite liked it, but I'm still left going, he's a great talker. I'm still yet to see that definitive thing. For you watching the whole thing, did you feel like uh, he's got more credibility with you now? Like in how he, he works and how hard he hits? He and did all because he's uh, not, because he didn't really play Moxley's game for the most part, mm-hmm. which like plays into him being a smart. Like a little smart I did like how he was like putting focusing like on that arm. arms and stuff. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So I liked he, how he was being a bit more cerebral and yeah. smart about stuff. He waited it. until the arm was injured and then just everything was honing in on that arm. Yeah. And then just like eye, eye scrapes and... Yeah, so did you think at the end, 
Because Moxley, the whole story was Moxley couldn't put him away without the, the, paradigm, the shift. paradigm shift. So was MJF's mistake that he tried the same old shit he always does? Like, he tried to get Wardlow involved, they fucked it up, and then he got caught. Whereas had he continued on his plan and been more patient, he may have been able to do it just on his own. Oh, I don't know. Did uh, did Moxley look like he had much trouble busting out that paradigm shift after they the, they spent the whole no, match no, saying but- like, oh, he's... Is uh, what a sh- it's it's probably not that big big of a problem that he can't use the paradigm shift because he has to get that S grip going and he uses both arms and then he just paradigm shifts him fine. But, but yeah, exactly. But like, he only he... got caught because Wardlow like threw the ring. So it was and was distracting the ref. Yeah. If he hadn't been distracting the ref, then Moxley would not have been able to use the paradigm shift. And then had he tried to lose it, he would have just lost the title as per oh, the contract. Just the... He, if he hadn't thrown the ring in the first place, mm-hmm. MJF and Wardlow being MJF and Wardlow, there would have been no opportunity for the paradigm shift in the first place. And then can can MJF win? That's what I mean. So it's like, had he tried to not do the bullshit and just down, yeah, yeah yeah and just working know. him down, could he have done it? Have and that's a fun story plot. But like then that. was Moxley? This is kind of going super marky with it. No, no, was Moxley like it. playing like overhyping the arm the whole time? Maybe just to waiting for his right time to paradigm shift mm. because Maybe. he's he's, uh, he's faked out people with his eye patch before. Well, that is true, but I kind of felt like he was legit not going to use it, and then there was that moment where he sees the ring, he looks at him, he sees Wardlow distracting the ref, and he's just like, "Fuck it," <laughs> like yeah. it doesn't. It is a uh, I don't know. I yeah, I I feel like MJF might have had a chance, but mm. I think. Uh, He's not quite the uh, not quite opp- there He's yet. not quite the opportunist that Moxley is. Yeah, so exactly. like Moxley beat him at his own game essentially. Exactly. So where to for MJF now? Oh, I don't know. Does he just stew on his failure forever? He keeps tweeting that uh, he only won because he cheated. So uh, and he he's been calling out and having arguments with uh, Renee Young. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> she's been released from oh. WWE now. Yeah, yeah. So exactly. she looks like she's to AEW. So. He's been uh, arguing with her on Twitter that yeah. uh, her husband's a cheater. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe it's uh, maybe, maybe it's, it's not just, over yet. Maybe, maybe it's, it's opening the door. I don't know. I feel like this ends with uh, MJF maybe winning the title and then immediately getting fucked up by Wardlow. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, that's it. I wonder. I wonder what uh, <laughs> consequences Wardlow will face for his failure. Well. If uh, luckily for Wardlow, he has an option B because if you watched uh, BTE recently, I did not. Uh, Silver and Reynolds walk into MJF's changing room to recruit MJF. Wardlow's in there, and they just keep being like, mm, "Look at that man! Mm, mm. Like to bite me off a bit of this, <laughs> <What>? <laughs> like just kind of trying to butter him up to then ask him to recruit him into the Dark Order. Hilarious. Forget to actually ask him to join the Dark Order. So Wardlow gets a phone call from MJF and he's like, this is Max. I need to go, guys. But can we continue this conversation later? (laughs) Like (laughs) loving the attention. (laughs) Okay, then. Man, BTE is very funny, especially when the Dark Order are involved. Yeah. All right. Which Um, is odd because there's quite the disconnect between the Dark Order on BTE and the Dark Order on Dynamite. Yeah, yeah. For examples, I was telling you about Chili's. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was a whole oh, yeah, storyline yeah, yeah. where the Young Bucks, Kenny and Hangman and all that, the behind-the-scenes elite, mm-hmm. were trying to get a Chili's deal with Brandon as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nick or Matt, I can't remember which one, one of them like 
starts bleeding for some reason, gets blood all over the Chili's paperwork and they can't send it off because it wouldn't go through the photocopier and he's like trying to sign it and reading fine print or some bullshit. They all go and ballistic at him. They're like, we don't even need a fucking wrestle anymore. This is retirement money. <laughs> like blasting <laughs> the shit out of him. They missed the deadline. And then the next episode, they're like all getting, they're all giving him shit. They're like, can't believe you blew that fucking deal for us, you piece of shit. And they're all flipping him off like to his face. (laughs) And then like an ad comes on for Dark Order and Chili's. And Dark Order got this endorsement. (laughs) endorsement And it's been just a running joke. And then uh, Evil Uno gets 40,000 Twitter followers recently. Evil Chili's tweet out. We endorse this. <laughs> they get that sweet, sweet endorsement. Yeah, like. right. So Chili's is on board. When um, Brody comes out after he wins the TNT title, yeah. lawnmowers everywhere. Yeah, what, what, what's the story with the so lawnmowers? He's he, like, no, no, see, lawnmowers. He, no, he won, he won the TNT title and he kind of, uh, and then they got the Chili's sponsorship money in, in like the storyline. So they're like, what are you going to spend your millions on? Uh, Alan Angel's gets hair transplants. So in all the BTE skits now, he's got just a blonde wig under his mask. Um, someone started, I think Reynolds started getting tap dancing lessons. Um, Uno did something. Silver, I can't remember, did something. Brody's like, I'll tell you what I did. I bought not one, not two, not three, not four. And I think it goes, I think it's like, I bought six lawnmowers. I don't even fucking have any lawn. <laughs> <laughs> He's just like, just because, just because, and they had them on the stage, right? Yeah, like, they had them everywhere. <laughs> they, pro- just, they probably that was the actual endorsement deal. Like John Deere were like, put oh, some lawnmowers on the stage, and we'll pay you to do it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But um, oh man, every part, and I, do, I think I sent you the um, when he's double holstering the paper and he mm-hmm. opens his jacket. Yes, real yeah, that's right. No, they, like, run. Oh. they close him in. <laughs> it was funny. Man, we we have gone deep on All Out. It's 46 minutes. Mm. Do we quickly touch on some other stuff? Well, how much uh, how much is there to talk about uh, with New Japan? You know what? Let's wrap it up. I'm not going to go match by match. I'm just going to paint you a picture of what my day ended up being with the summer struggle, mm. right? Because you haven't watched it all, mm. and I'll just touch I will. on the thing. So we were going to try and watch it, obviously, but I had work, which was rubbish. Uh, I... <laughs> Finished work on the Saturday and I get home and the girls are organised, right? So it's it's Sunday afternoon. It's only an hour time difference uh, between Japan. The doors are open onto our balcony. It's summer. They're like, we went down to the local Japanese supermarket. We spent like 120 bucks on strong zeros. <laughs> wow. Let's live the Japanese dream. We all get in our tracksuits. We've got New Japan tracksuits. <laughs> and we watch the whole thing. And I had the best fucking day. It was great. That went into night. It almost went too fast for me. It was such a great show and was such like a return to New Japan because it's been so long with all like the hmm. the lockdowns and stuff. So it felt like a real tour de force. I'm, uh, I By the time I got home, I missed like the, basically the first two matches. Yeah. Um, I, saw the, I saw the end of the King of Pro Wrestling you know, title tournament or whatever that is, and Yano won that tiny trophy. 
I did. Because uh, yeah. <laughs> so, I, I got up to the point where oh, Yano and uh, Okada mm-hmm. are beating the shit out of someone. I can't remember who it yeah, was. Yeah, well, Yano um, betrays, but Okada hits him in the nuts <laughs> and pins him. And then, like, Okada's like, oh, and he's like, I'm so sorry. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, Okada, I think, like, he, he attacks someone. Okada goes for the pin. Yeah. He pushes him off and takes the pin for himself. And Okada's just like, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah, yeah, exactly. But that's it's a weird new title thing they're doing. And so now he's got that little dumb trophy and he needs to like defend it till Wrestle Kingdom. And then if he can beat that, then he that's the end of that title's run. Like okay. he's the that 2020 years. king of pro wrestling. Yeah, okay. And then next year it's around the same good. time, they do the same yeah. thing, you know? So I, I don't know what it is. It's very Japanese, but I, I have uh, heard. Is he the guy who just wants to sell people his DVD? Yes. See, yeah. I've, I've heard, he, I've he heard a story about... He used to water all the time, but now he just has a little spray gun because of COVID. Like, he just goes... I've heard a story about how Moxley was in a block. I don't know if it was G1 or something. Yeah, yeah. Moxley has to fight against him in some tournament. It's the best. It's he, G1. Yeah. Is it G1? I think and it was G1 on New Japan Cup. Tano. G1. Is it Tano? Yeah. Yano. Yano. Yano beats Moxley. Right. And apparently he zooms in on Moxley's face and it's the most existential despair you can ever see on a human being's face. <laughs> he would have loved He got it, like right? tricked into it. Or he got tricked into, I don't know, getting That's how nut. Yano wins it. And, he, yeah. and he's great. Every time Yano's in the G1, he's just this wild card. We're like, so it comes into G1 last year and everyone's like, Nido's winning it. This is the one. First match against Naito, hidden the balls and rolled up in like two seconds. Everyone's like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> like, and he'll just like fuck up somebody's run out of nowhere. And that one, Moxley was like burning through. And I'm like, man, Moxley needs to take a loss or he's won. Like Naito can't catch up. Neck minute, bang, gone, roll up, <laughs> whatever it was. So is that his signature move, nut shot and roll up? Nut shot, roll up. Or he'll do stuff. He does this great, there was this great one. Him and Kenny Omega used to love wrestling each other. And like at one time, uh, Kenny's match get with him gets interrupted by like Bullet Club when they're against each yeah. other and shit. And he's like, how dare you interrupt my annual Yano match? I get one chance a year and you've ruined it. <laughs> and they'll like tape each other and stuff. But they start this match. And Yano, like, immediately is like, huh? And Ken's like, what? And he, like, presents it to the DVD. He's like, present. And he's like, what? He's like, present for you. And he's like, okay. And then he opens it. And then Yano hits it and it's full of powder and it gets in his eyes. And he's like, (laughs) he's always got some bullshit on. Some people fucking hate him, but I love him. someone else who has, like, a CD or they have something that they keep trying to sell? And Yano and this guy met or something like that, and they were just trying to sell each other shit in the ring or something. Uh, I think him and Mate. Colt used to oh, do, yes, do Colt. that stuff like yeah, all the time, and then they went together in tag league. But anyway, Yano's the best. I go to his bar every time I'm in Japan. You pay like X amount, and you get all you can drink and like a stew pot that you can just help yourself to. And he'll just like help you, like give you beers. What are you drinking? Sort you out. Uh, he's don't know if it's his mum and dad or just an elderly couple runner. We call them mama and papa, and they just like are the nicest people. Other fans are there, and it's just the greatest time. It's mm-hmm. so good. Uh, after that, real quick, uh, my boy Minoru Suzuki defeated Shingo Takagi, who's also my boy, but I was happy to see Suzuki win a title, and he's the new Never Champion. It was like a hard hitting as fuck match. I was going to say, I, loved I was it. like, from what I've heard of both of those, that sounds like the stiffest match. Ever. It was the stiffest. I kind of thought it might be an exploding death match, but it wasn't. Either way, I had a real good time. Mm. By this point, I'm already very drunk. I've at least drunk one to one and a half strong, so I'm on the way out. 
then Taiji Ishimori defeated Hiromu Takahashi, which surprised the fuck out of me that the Bone Soldier would beat like their hottest young ace. Yeah. But I think they're maybe leaning towards starting to get Takahashi into the heavyweight stuff yeah. with not having their full roster and he's so popular. Like I think that's what they're doing. I was like, what the Humping fuck? him up. Yeah, yeah exactly. And, and then, then and then you had uh Dangerous Techers, which is Tai Chi and Zack Sabre versus the Golden oh. Aces, which is Tanahashi and Kodobushi. I was twenty sheets to the wind at this point. We <laughs> were talking a lot of shit, talking about Japan and good times. Don't really remember it, but I love all those teams. I'm sure it was great. I really want to rewatch it. I'm sure it was a great time. Then Naito uh, versus Evil. Super surprised that he won back the title, but still loved it. They hit all the right beats, which leads me wait, to wait, our wait, first. Wait, 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 wait. What? No, you go. How you gonna cut me off when I'm just I'm <laughs> ramping up? You ask your question, and then I'll. Did start he again. win both or just one? Both. Yeah, so double champion. It was double champion for double champion, so he got it back already. All right. So Evil, did he have a defense? I don't even know if he did, but either way, Naito took it back off him. But either um, some people would say, oh, maybe they took it too soon because they built Evil, but I don't think so. I think it was good. I think it it was great. They were intending for Naito to have a big run with it. Everything's been shipped because of COVID. Something exciting happened. It made Evil. He's now credible to win at any time, once you've held it, now you can hold it again. Threat to Bullet Club, absolutely leadership. credible threat to all that stuff, and then it's back where it can belong with Naito. Let's hear about it. Fireworks, baby. That's fireworks. <laughs> the world has returned to where it should be, and our boy Nido is happy. So it was. Yeah. Are, th- are those the fireworks that you heard in AEW randomly halfway through a match? <laughs> <laughs> maybe. Maybe they heard them all the way from Japan, but it was uh, a great event. I had a great time with it. Nice. But in that match, I was saying it hit all the correct story beats, and it leads to our first segment. Of heels and laces. Oh, shit. Specifically, when the Bullet Club struck... Oh, I'm getting too excited. I'm stumbling my words. I'm you're you're, hard, bot- you're I'm botching mid- words harder than JR. I'm mid-strength drunk on this Iron Jack, which is the greatest heel turn of all time when I found out that this free beer was mid-strength. But when everything was going to shit, you're like, who's going to help Naito? And in comes Sonata and Bushi wearing the freshest shoe wear oh. anyone's ever seen. They're wearing like Louis Vuitton high tops on Bushi. Like Sonata's got some kind of Gucci slide in like a sparkling thing and he's doing like hurricane runners on dudes. And you're like, can we just stop and look at the footwear on these dudes? Because it's designer shoes. It's the iciest shit I've ever seen. And it's the best stuff Sonata's ever done. I need more footwear, less Paradise Locks. And keep it going. That's it. And actually, on Instagram this week, he was doing some BTS-style dance moves. I don't know what he's got planned, but he's on the right track. So I'm very excited. Heels and laces concluded. Amazing. I was very excited about that. Probably the thing I'm most excited about 
which leads us to our faces and is, feels of the week. I was going to say. Mine is a face and a heel, and it's Sonata, and it's his Gucci slides. I hope that's <laughs> the right brand, but I don't care. That is mine of the week. Travis, what's your face and feel of the week? Oh. I honestly haven't thought about it, to be honest. You're coming in with a lot less energy than I am, I've got to tell you. <laughs> I feel like my uh, my my face and my feel is uh, Hangman. Hangman. The poor, depressed, millennial Drunkard. cowboy. Yeah, anxious millennial the, cowboy. The weirdest baby face run I think I've seen in a long time where he's just calling himself a lost, big man. piece of shit. Yeah. And everyone is just like, I've thought I'm a big piece of shit at some point. I know how he feels. Yeah, it's sad. Poor Hangman. Sad. Literally, the yeah. The, I can't wait for the his most I've, The most I've ever empathized with a wrestler yeah. ever. He's just like he thought these guys were his friends. They just used him up, and then his when, other friends don't understand. And he's been drinking too much, and he's not feeling good about himself. I don't know if we talked about that, Kenny FTR, and then Hangman. We didn't touch promo. on that promo. So yeah, that but was like that, that was savage was man. The most brutal thing I've yeah. seen in wrestling, like yeah. where he come, like Kenny sad. comes out, and he's kind of saying, "Oh, everyone makes mistakes." Blah blah. blah. FTR come out. <laughs> give him his chalky milk. Kenny's like, fuck that, let's go. I, Hangman quick, comes Quick pause out. on that where he's like, you know what? You know me pretty well by now and you know I can't resist a good bottle of chalk, but you know what I can resist? Hanging out with you hillbilly dickheads <laughs> for one more second. And I was like, yes, got him. That was uh, wicked. I'm, I'm looking forward to the cleaner. And, yeah, uh, but Kenny then when Hangman comes out and they're like, I've known this guy for ages and he's a piece of shit and I knew I'm, he'd be a piece of shit. It's so sad. He looks devastated. And they've got they've got his titles. He's like, give them back to us. And he goes to turn to, to Kenny. Not and there. he looks around. And I'm like, oh, Kenny's going to attack him or something. You turn back and he's just on the outside of the ring, shaking his head and just walks away. Even worse. Just walks away. And care. Hangman's just like alone. And then throughout the match, he's sort of starting to get Kenny back on his side, right? Like he goes yeah. to high five him and Kenny's like, uh, and then he like does it. And they start to pick up steam. And then in the end, he's just. Fucked. See, it's it, and he, yeah. they didn't even lose because of him. They lost because of Kenny. Yeah, exactly. Kenny's fault. N- not even like Kenny something kicked he's, it, like need yeah. him in the face. Yeah, exactly. Not even something Hangman did. Mm. He and then don't you think it was sad too? Where like Hangman he falls. All, all cool. Yeah, and he and he like falls towards Kenny, like to hold him, and Kenny just moves out of the way, and he just falls on the ground, like on his own, and it's just left there. It's sad. At his lowest, and his friends literally yeah. not there exactly. to pick him back up. And so it's like, what do you do? Do you turn to the dark side or do you build yourself back up? I don't know. I don't know. He does, it doesn't seem like he's going a heel turn. It seems like he's literally going to be the biggest baby face I think so. Ever. I think so. Not ever, probably. Yeah. I, I look forward to seeing how they do but, it. But uh, they, they've done it like in an interesting way. So it's got mm, me. That match is going to be it. brutal. Do you yeah. think that's the next I, double I think, or nothing? You know what I think is going to happen? I think we're what we're going to see is him just trying to, like, pick himself back up and we're going to see the return of the cleaner and Kenny, like, victimising him and attacking him and stuff. And then he's got to defend himself and then sort of rebuild himself and find himself through Kenny blames Hangman. Yeah. Hangman, at some point, I guess, is going to click and go, you know what, this wasn't my fault. Fuck you. Yeah, yeah, exactly. (laughs) Cowboy shit. Let's go. Let's fucking go. It's going to be What did you think of his new tights? Quick uh, leases and heels. On all Considering out. I invented this mm-hmm. uh, segment, I didn't even pay attention. He was wearing long tights. He, was wearing, uh, he wasn't wearing trunks anymore. 
He's wearing long pants with some tassels. I have to get, oh, oh, super cowboy style. Was yeah, it? super Interesting. cowboy. Hmm. I didn't even notice it. It Invented obviously the segment it, to it, know what the fuck's it, going on. It, uh, it fits his character so well that uh, I didn't even notice. You didn't even notice. Changed. Hmm. Well, it just, then fair enough. That's probably a good thing. Felt right. Yeah. Well, there you go. Nothing to left to say about that. All right. Just quick touching on some. Now that we we've done those. Quickly touch on some upcoming shows that I'm pretty excited about. G1. G1, yes. But before that, ICW Pit Fighter X back in the pit, in the barn. It says here Thursday, the September the 10th. So that would mean it's 9 p.m. So that's going to be 9 a.m. for us on the Friday. That is my IDO. And I'm going to watch the fuck out of that. So that's going to be a good time. And then also Saturday morning, I'll probably watch it live in my car as I drive to work. And then uh, have a shit time, and then watch it after <laughs> while it's paused. So they're going to be good, uh, and we'll be watching them live on IC uh, on IWTV. So feel free to do that, Travis. I might. They will be good. I, I've I've heard good things. Oh. I've heard that Pit Fighter X is going to be more than you expect. I'll, I'll get involved. Yeah. There what you I go. might also watch is uh, NXT to figure out who is taken. Or well, I know who's taken it. I don't want to spoil it for you. Yeah. Unless you want to be spoiled. I can... Oh, maybe I'll watch it. Maybe I'll watch so, it. All right, so just a very, very... Because Karrion Cross is vacated. Karrion Cross vacated. Okay. His yep. shoulder separated from the rest of his body. <laughs> he dropped his, his arm on the removed floor. from his torso. Mm. Uh, they had, a, they had a tournament mm-hmm. with a bunch of people. I think it was an uh, Iron Man four-way match. Mm. Uh, Champa, Adam Cole... Gargano and Bala. Gargano and Bala. I didn't even know that, but I knew it would be then. Uh, who won, do you think? I am going to pick... Spoiler, none of them. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking NXT. God, no. Maybe hence, I won't watch it. Hence why. Apparently it was actually a very good match. Okay. But an hour time limit or something like that. Yeah. Iron Man match. Nobody got to To pick. decide the winner. No one got to win. I know, actually, sorry, no. Everyone, Sounds like a long fucking I, I, Sorry, I think it was 1-1-2-2. One, one, two, two. And then I think... I don't quote me on this. It's Bala and Cole. Right. So it was like people were getting wins, but they tied. The they other tied. guys are knocked other out. Other two guys. Okay. Super Tuesday 2, which you were like, what the fuck is Super Tuesday 2? Didn't know what two, Super <laughs> Tuesday 1 was. So. That was it. Okay, right. Okay. Because uh, apparently uh, NXT is not competing with AEW on Wednesdays anymore. <laughs> it's probably AEW. for the best. Um, Super Tuesday 2, Bala and Cole. Mm-hmm. It could be Cole and... Gargano or Gargano and Bella. I don't know. Two of them mm-hmm. fought. One of them won. So, oh, so that's already happened as well. Already happened. That was what I read. Right. Okay. As we were about to start. So, and looking at the two guys in it, mm-hmm. it looked like it could have been actually a very cool match. So, yeah, I might go definitely. Cole, yeah, for sure. I would like to see Bella have it again as bad Prince Devitt Bella. More than likely, Adam Cole has it. But I would like it to be Bella. Mm. They did their bestest, most longest reigning stuff with Bella as the champion, as the demon, and I like him as a bad boy. I'm a bad boy. I believe boy. when he went back to uh, NXT, he he turned his heel. He did turn his heel, correct. So maybe you'll get what you want, right? Well, I I'm not going to spoil you. Too. Maybe you won't. In which case, I'll laugh at your... Misery, as I always do. Mm. Well, that sounds like a shit time. <laughs> Let me see if I can... Uh, this is what I want to hear. 
is what I want. Hey. Uh-huh. Yeah, I'm a bad boy. <laughs> That's what I want. I thought that was worth I, it. Just I was for like, later. was this was, was this old ballad? Was this Bala's old fame from New Japan? Or something the worst. Like that? The worst. <laughs> I was like, I was like, you want to hear his victory music or something? Yeah, yeah. No, I, actually, my uh, my that's feel, a TikTok. My I'm feel is any time I've ever seen uh, him do his entrance with his uh, doom. Yeah, his entrance is amazing. Mm. Bala, it is. Is he still doing it as a bad boy entrance or not? Don't know. Who knows. We'll find out, I guess. Who knows? Either when way. we watch Super Tuesday 2. Yeah, exactly. We'll watch it. I'll watch it. Okay. I need to... As I slowly at some drag Rafe back into American yeah, wrestling exactly. because I, I don't know if I can also watch <laughs> New Japan week to week to keep up. Well, get ready for G1, Travis, because we're about to watch it day to day. September so 19th, the G1 Climax starts September 19th. 20th, 23rd, 24th, 27th, 29th, 30th, October 1st, October 5th, October 6th, 7th, 8th, 10th, 11th, 13th, 14th, 16th, 17th, 18th. That's my birthday. That's all that's listed there. Oh, your birth? Is that when it finishes? The 18th? I don't know if that's the that, final. That I think week. they've just run out of dates listed <laughs> on the schedules. I was going to say, because if that's the final, that's uh, your birthday weekend. And I've got it off. The weekend which you have... A long weekend. Yeah, thanks to Travis. I put in for leave because I've got a wedding the day before and he was like, hey, that's your birthday. Don't you want to get the 19th off as well? And I'm like, yes, I do, you magnificent son of a bitch. <laughs> so I applied for it and he approves my leave. So it worked out sweet. <laughs> Plus I've been drastically, drastically overworked. <laughs> I'm so tired. <laughs> it only says September 19th, uh, Sunday, October 20th. If that's a final, hang on, I'm no, there's no details yet. They haven't even announced the participants. Either way, I'm thinking about cutting a Cody-like schedule and reviewing it all. Goddamn. An open, Day an open review challenge. <laughs> an open review challenge. What? It, hear me out, Travis. What if we do an open review challenge where we record our own reviews every night so we don't need to get on the phone and talk to each other because I can't talk to you that many times a week? Yeah, um, not at all. Like, even if it was just you on your phone and me on this or whatever, just, like, we watch it, we get on the boy, and we just give our quick take. And then we'll, we'll sum them up into an episode, like, or episodes, multiple, after a couple of days, but we give, like, live reactions. And I think we need to place our bets prior. We need to decide on uh, the stakes. Yes. Well, one thing that... Uh, winner buys... The, the loser buys the winner an IWGP championship belt. That's going to get expensive. You best start saving now, boy, because it's what I do best is predicting I beat Amy and Mo every week, brother. I'm and I'll be you, doing uh, it again, brother. Are you, <laughs> you going to sit there and think logically about this because oh, you I'm know thinking, New Japan? I'm thinking logically. And are you going to get fucked up by Ghetto and his weird American booking practices? Mm. Well, see, it's... And whereas me coming in fresh, no bias, bang, 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 you go, why the fuck would you... Choose that guy. Well, see, it depends how we want to do it. If you want to pick a winner or if you want to do it on a point system. G1 is a point system. And how we do it every year is we go on a tipping. We tip them match by match. And then at the end, who got the most tips right? All right. How about that? How about winners and tips? Two belts. Two belts? We'll, uh, we'll, we'll take our lead from Naito. 
heavyweight and intercontinental. Jesus Christ, I need to win this thing. There's no way I'm allowed to buy it for you. There's literally no way. How hey, about this? If I win, we definitely do that. No, that's if we go both ways. How legit does it need to be? <laughs> we'll dive in. You know what they do? Yeah, okay. No, no. 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 It needs to be a wearable belt. A wearable belt. A, a man-sized of some wearable type. belt. You know these things are like 700 800 bucks, right? Oh, I'm sure there's something $200 ones on eBay. Okay. All right. We'll have a look at this, but I'm thinking a championship belt on the line. Possibly two. All right, we're going to work out heavyweight for the points, intercontinental for the pit. for the winners. Holy fuck. This is getting real. All right, we're going to workshop this. Amy, you've got no choice. All right, she's going to need to listen to this episode real quick because we may never release this <laughs> <laughs> and see what we could do. All right, everybody, thank you. If we you. need to cut this whole last segment out, come back in. Now, now now's the time and there was nothing we were talking about and that was the end of the show. Thanks so much, everybody. <laughs> Tune in next time, please. If we have another episode, we love you all dearly. Thank you for listening to Faces and Fears. Peace out, Travis. Goodbye.